Lyft co-founder says self-driving dominates in 2021. By Marco Della Caba from USA Today Tech Section. I'm Mark Ashby. In five years, when you hop in a Lyft ride-sharing car, odds are it'll be driving itself. That's just one of many bold predictions made by Lyft president and co-founder John Zimmer in a lengthy Medium blog post Sunday called The Third Transportation Revolution, Lyft's Vision for the Next Ten Years and Beyond. The post lands as self-driving car initiatives mushroom, including Ford's commitment to building a self-driving car for ride-hailing purposes by 2021, and countless startups such as Drive.ai and Comma.ai sprouting up to automate existing automobiles. Perhaps the biggest step forward was made last week by Uber, a Lyft rival that dominates the market, which has begun picking up Pittsburgh-area riders in a small fleet of autonomous cars. The Pennsylvania city is home to Uber's self-driving car research facility, which is now working in tandem with partner Volvo on developing autonomous technologies. Uber has raised some $12 million to date, valuing the company at $66 billion despite lingering questions about the profitability of the ride service. In January, Lyft got a $500 million cash infusion from General Motors, which is working toward a self-driving fleet of electric Bolt vehicles. According to report in tech media site The Information last month, GM then tendered an offer of $6 billion for Lyft, which was rejected by board members who insisted the second-place ride-hailing company would be worth closer to $12 billion by 2017. Zimmer's post reads like a thoughtful college term paper complete with a historical analysis of this nation's two other transportation revolutions, one aided by the development of canals and railroads in the 19th century, and the second spurred by Henry Ford's car-multiplying assembly line in the early 20th century. Lyft's president argues that the time has come to push for a third revolution that will see countless valuable acres of urban roads and parking lots reclaimed by residents in the form of parks and enhanced pedestrian zones. The good news is we don't have to keep building our country around car ownership, Zimmer writes. Technology has redefined entire industries around a simple reality. You no longer need to own a product to enjoy its benefits. With Netflix and streaming services, DVD ownership became obsolete. Spotify has made it unnecessary to own CDs and MP3s. Eventually, we'll look at owning a car in much the same way. Some of his other observations. By 2025, private car owners in major U.S. cities will be as scarce as horse and buggy operators. We see car ownership as a burden that is costing the average American $9,000 every year, the car has actually become more like a $9,000 ball and chain that gets dragged through our daily life. Owning a car means monthly car payments, searching for parking, buying fuel, and dealing with repairs. Tesla CEO Elon Musk is wrong about the future. Elon is right that a network of vehicles is critical, but the transition to an autonomous future will not occur primarily through individually owned cars. It will be both more practical and appealing to access autonomous vehicles when they are part of Lyft's networked fleet. An app-based pay-as-you-go model will rule. This service will be more flexible than owning a car, giving you access to all the transportation you need. Don't drive very often? Use a pay-as-you-go plan for a few cents every mile you ride. Take a road trip every weekend? Buy the unlimited mileage plan. 
Going out every Saturday? Get the premium package with upgraded vehicles. The point is, you won't be stuck with one car and limited options. The rise of autonomy doesn't mean vanishing drivers. And as more people trade their keys for Lyft, the overall market will grow dramatically. When autonomous cars can only solve a portion of those trips, more Lyft drivers will be needed to provide service to the growing market of former car owners. Zimmer notes that progress is already being made toward a future where cars have a much less imposing footprint. He cites as examples Washington, D.C., where sidewalks are being widened in the capital's historic Georgetown district, and Portland, Oregon, where urban zones are being given over to parks and trees. Perhaps the most striking reminder of how much cars have come to dominate our city landscapes appears in a photo Zimmer includes in his post of the historic ferry building in Lyft's hometown of San Francisco. Today, that iconic landmark is a sun-splashed tourist magnet.